Welcome to On Course, the teaching ministry of Pastor Hart Ramsey, where we offer simple biblical insight into some of life's most pressing issues. What have I told you that a lot of the pain and difficulty and adversity you're experiencing is simply God aligning your now so you could be prepared for your tomorrow. Prepare for the next few minutes to be encouraged, enlightened, and inspired. Let's join Pastor Ramsey and get on course. And people will write them up that they'll say, see, you'll mess everything up. Ha, no! Listen. Well, let me, let me calm myself down. There you go. There you go. <laughs> listen. What happens to us is when we read this Eastern book, that we call the Bible, we start seeing Western pictures. But the lamp that was talked about here was a little bowl with a little lip on top. It looked like a teapot. You got it? You pour the oil on the top, and, and the, the fire was on the front, and, and it was a little light, and it flickered. And all you could see in, in a very dark road was to step in front of you. And the Lord says, the way I want to lead you with my word is like, you, it's like a, a person in the country with a lamp. Not a flashlight, a lamp. God says, you, you're planning an entire future. He said, and God, guess what? I'm going to show you in scripture. God said, I want you to do that. But you need to be clear that what I'm going after are your steps. Go to Romans chapter 4 verse 12 real quick, real quickly. I'm concerned about your steps. All right. Romans chapter 4, verse 12, are you there? And the father of circumcision, well, let's go to from verse 11 for context. And he received the sign of circumcision, the seal of the, of the righteousness of the faith, which he had yet, well, go, tell you what. Let's do some New Living Translation, shall we? No, no, I don't want to do that. Go back to King James because I'm trying to point out a word. And he received the sign of, of circumcision, a seal, seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had yet being uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised. That righteousness might be, that righteousness rather may be imputed unto them also. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had been yet uncircumcised. Here's what I want to point out to you. Faith is about steps. It's about st not leaps. Now, I, I said, I remember I told you, I said this to you before. I want to remind you. It's never, they talk about, the world talks about leap of faith. You'll never find that in the Bible. The Bible never talks about leaps of faith. It's always the, uh, always the steps of faith. Your very next step, if you're trying to get away from the grips of your past, your very next step is your most important one. It's, what, it's not what you did. It's what are you going to do next. It's not where you are. It's where you're going to be next. It's always the next step. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. For even hereunto were ye called. This is it. Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. steps. That's the verse I was looking for. That we should follow his what? Steps. Okay, now, get this. 
all about, when it comes to God dealing with your, your future, he never talks about anything else but steps. And I'm going to give you scripture to prove it. What you're trying to do is, watch this now. In our minds, the world says, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? And that's good. It's good to have these plans. But be, be, uh, be careful to know this. I'm going to show you in the scriptures that while you can make these plans and God has no problem, God is only concerned right now about your next step. The question that God is asking you is, what are you going to do now? And here's the thing. If you have meditated the word of God and the word of God is in your heart, you already know what it is God wants you to do. Listen to me. You already know what it is. You may not want to do it because it does not appear to be the thing that will fulfill you or the thing that will make you, uh, that will take you where you think you want to go. But the next step is a critical step. The question is, can you do it? You, you talk to people that have succeeded in anything and they will tell you, I made one step and it opened this door. Steps opens doors. As you can stand right here, I can, watch this, I can stand right here and look in that direction and not take a step. But I take a step in that direction, God opens the door. That's the way he operates. When Peter saw Jesus walking, walking on the water, he said, if it, if, it be, if it be thou, bid me come. And the Lord says, come. And he took a step out of the boat. Now watch this. Go now to Jeremiah 10, 23. You, you should be the head of me. God wants to direct your next step so that you don't get it wrong. His plan is to use your respect for his word to direct your steps, starting with the very next one. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23. Are you there? It says, O oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. How many of you, whose Bible said goings? Okay, it's not in man that walk. Now here's the question. Let, let's figure this out. He's, the, the, the writer says, Jeremiah says, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh. So now watch this now. I have to do the walking. I have to make the decision. I have to go. But watch this now. Who directs my step if I'm not directing them? Then God does, right? So how many of you see that God wants to direct your steps? How, say with me, say, God directs, my steps. God directs my steps. Say my very next step, my very next the step. very important step, very important step. God, will direct it. God will direct it. Okay, now watch this now. Go in your Bibles now to the 119th Psalm, verse 133. How, how is God going to direct your steps? Now, I want to I warn you about something. There, Psalm 119, verse 133, there are many voices in the earth right now. One of the dangers of spirit-filled living is that, is that many of us already know what we want to do. And so what we'll do is we will fabricate our, our spiritual direction. And, and, and so that no one will challenge me on what I'm doing. I said, the Lord told me. I was talking to a, young, a gentleman yesterday, a member of the church. He called me. And he, he was telling me, you know, he, first of all, it's wonderful when, when people call their pastor saying the Lord said. You know, he said he called me, he wants to talk to me, so, you know, I, I, uh, you know he's, a, he's a fairly new member, you know, he's, he's a gifted brother, and he, he wants to talk to me about uh, uh, something that has to do with the musical arena. And so he, we, we're talking on the phone. And he says to me, he says, he says, first of all, pastor, and everything he tells me is 
But the Lord told him. So I stopped him. I said, brother, why are you talking to me? He said, excuse me? I said, why are you talking to me? If God already talked to you, why are you talking to me? My job, according to scripture, is to feed you and lead you. I'm feeding you, but apparently God is leading you directly, so you don't need me. And it confused him. I said, don't be confused. Don't be confused. When you talk to me about what's in your heart, say, this is in my heart. But don't tell me the Lord said, because if you say the Lord said, I, will say no, I won't say another word to you. Although, if I know you're wrong, I still won't say a word. He said, Pastor, well, you know what the Lord did tell me. I said, well, you don't need to talk to me. This conversation about over. He said, well, no, I need your advice. If God told you, why do you need my advice? See, and what, what was going on with him was he wanted to appear spiritual. He wanted to appear together. And the whole thing is he was confused. And if he had come to me and said, Pastor, this is in my heart. I thought it was the Lord, but now I don't know. I could help him. But he's telling me what the Lord told me is the Lord. He's, <laughs> he's, I mean, he was just, uh, God was, I said, man, God comes into your bedroom at night and sits next to the nightstand. <laughs> you and God are boys. I don't have it like that. It's dangerous. Because what God, watch this now, God wants to order my step, direct my step, but how is he going to do it? Look at Psalm 119, verse 133. The psalmist says, order my steps, where? In thy word, and let not iniquity have what? Now, everybody looking for a minute. You, you know, iniquity. Here, here, the psalmist actually speaks of two different leaders. He says, listen to the, the word order means to direct. Lord, direct my steps with your word. And don't let iniquity be the, be the thing directing my steps. You know what iniquity is? It's sin that lives in, within. It's sin in your blood. That, the matter of fact, listen to, the, listen to the definition of iniquity. Iniquity means to bend. It means an inclination, a bending. So here's what he's saying. David said, Lord... Order my, direct my steps with your word and don't let the bending, my natural bending, govern which way I go. Did you all hear what I just said? And what's happened to many of us is that the word is not direct. We're not allowing God to lead us with his word. It's our own bending. I want it to turn out like this, so I'm going to do that. And if you keep doing that, you keep getting what you had in your past. Is anybody getting this tonight? Now watch this now. I'm going to show you a mountain of scriptural evidence. Go to Psalm 37, verse 23. Psalm 37 and verse 23. Are you there? It says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. So now the Bible says, watch this now. Now, now a good man here is referred to a person who wants the will of God for their life. Is there anyone here that wants the will of God for your life? Well, the Bible says, watch this now, the arrangement is that God will order or direct your steps. Now, how many of you tonight all say to me, Pastor, you know what? I'm at a critical stage in my life. I have to make a decision, and, and, and the next decision has, it has to be a good one. Put your hand up. Good. Okay. What, the reason the Lord is sending this word is because what God wants to do is he wants to give you the step to take. Remember, it's only going to be one step. He's going to lead you one step at a time. It's going to be one step. So all you need is the next one. Don't worry about the one after, just the next one. The one you need to do tonight or tomorrow. 
Now somebody gave me and said, well, you need to sow a seed. You've sown seeds. You've sown your seed. You need, a, you need a, 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 what's called a, 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 a doable step, an actionable step. You need something that you could put into motion and trigger something else. Okay? And God wants to give that to you. Now, uh, go to Psalm uh, 44. Psalm 44, verse 18. Psalm 44, verse 18. When you're, when you're listening, if I say amen. amen. All right. It says, Our heart is not turned back, neither have our steps declined from thy way. Our, hearts, our heart is not turned back, neither have our steps declined from... Now, uh, put the New Living Translation up on the screen for me. I want to show something real quick. If you could see this, read this for me. Ready? Read. Our hearts have not... Uh-huh. Now, everybody look here. For, I want to show you something. If you are walking with the Lord, and, and you, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what level you're on walking with the Lord, God has been dealing with you about a particular scripture, about a particular, a particular theme, something in your heart. I don't, I don't know what the topic is, but he's been dealing with you. Don't dismiss that. That has to do with where you're going. <clears throat> you got it? How many of you, how many of you say, I know what God's been dealing with me about? Anybody? Well, that thing has to do with where you if, if you miss that, I know it doesn't, you say, well, pastor, I don't think that, what does this have to do with that? That's not for you to figure out. But what the psalmist says here, Lord, I'm not going to desert you. Although what, what you're sending me does not look like where I think I should be going, I'm not going to desert you. I'm going to keep following you. Stay tuned for more of today's teaching with Pastor Art Ramsey. Imagine being filled with a peace so deep that the world around you can't touch it. Pastor Hart Ramsey is on a mission to help believers understand what it means to have a healthy, prayer-based relationship with God. He's doing that through his brand new book titled Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer. Prayer at first was a struggle because, you know, it, it really takes faith to pray. You have to, you have to trust that God is like a person, he's a real person, and that he's the one that invented the concept of prayer. In this book, you'll learn how to ensure your relationship with God is based on a new and improved covenant, which dangerous prayer habits to avoid, and what to do when prayer doesn't yield the answers you want. It's time to trust God enough to make your prayer life truly about Him. Yes. Pick up your copy of Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer from Hart Ramsey, available now at Amazon, iTunes, and wherever books are sold. Why, yeah. Have you subscribed to Hart Ramsey's Uplift? It's his national text message service where daily you can hear from the heart of God by way of the man of God, Pastor Hart Ramsey. To receive this daily encouragement, text the word Uplift to the number 334-310-4278. Again, text the word Uplift to the number 334-310-4278. Uplift your spirit, encourage your heart, and empower your walk. Subscribe today to Heart Ramsey's Uplift. Stay connected with Pastor Hart Ramsey on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hart Ramsey. 
Now let's get back to today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. You may be asking the Lord about a job and God may be talking to you about forgiveness. You may, be, you may be asking the Lord about, about, your, about your, a job, for example. Lord, what about my job? What about my, my career? And God may be talking to you about volunteering. I'm going to tell you a story real quick. When, I, when we first came to this area back in 1992, didn't have a job. And me and a, another guy, um, who is also in the ministry today, we went all over this area. Remember when Sony was huge over here? We, I went to Sony. I was overqualified for Sony won't hire me. I put in applications to mop the floor. They won't hire me. We drove to Montgomery. No one would hire me. When I fasted and prayed before the Lord, the Lord says, there's a little church around the corner. I want you to go and volunteer. God was missing the point. The point of me putting in applications was not to be gainfully employed. I needed to get some money. So, no, so I went around. I met the people. I met the people. You know, they, they were nice enough. And I started to volunteer. So I figured, ah, I know what God is going to do. I'm a volunteer, and they can just offer me some money. They didn't. <laughs> and I was broke but volunteering, so they were being blessed, and I wasn't. And so finally, I started to use my GI Bill to go to school because obviously God was missing the entire point, and my GI Bill was giving me something. So I was getting my GI Bill and some little bit, little bit of unemployment, and I kept on putting in applications. I left that little church. It was grieving me. And everything dried up. And the Lord, I went to the Lord again. I said, Lord, what did I do? And the Lord, through his word, said, go back to that church. Go back and volunteer. And I went back and I volunteered. And I kept on, then they put me on a, a wonderful salary of $9,000 a year. Mm-hmm. $9,000 a year. But while I was there, that's where God taught me certain lessons that I learned. That, that, uh, my, it's my stability today. You got it? I was thinking, watch, watch this now. I was thinking if I took the step God told me to take, I'd get everything I needed then. Listen to me. When I took that step, what God did was he was preparing me for 10 years down the road. So I, I, I abandoned, I deserted the way. And God says, go back and get back in. And I went back, took the same step again. And while I'm there complaining about not making enough, what I didn't know was God was not preparing me for then. He was preparing me for this season of my life. Watch, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something. It is, it is, you may take a step that God tells you to take and make a connection that you don't need right now. You say, well, I'm praying for a job. What about this? Can I give you a scenario? I'll give you a scenario. God said, you, you pray and say, Lord, I need a job. And God says to you, help that lady carry her groceries across the street. And you're thinking, I'm fasting and praying for a job, right? So I'll be back. So you go, you help the lady across the street. But while you're helping the lady across the street, someone saw you. You drive around looking, you don't even know what you're looking at. You're looking, and, and you just look at, well, the Lord ain't saying anything, let's just move here. Here's what you just said, the Lord is not saying anything, we're going to just move here. What you don't know is the Lord did say something. That's why you said we're going to move here. Yeah. When we first came to Dothan, we, we went, we, a group of us prayed in that parking lot right over there. Okay, we stood in a circle at noon and we prayed and we asked the Lord to direct us to where he wants us to go. Right behind us was a place where we were going to own all this property. We didn't know it. We drove around the neighborhood and we said, well, it'd be so nice to live here. We were looking at these empty lots. Later on, I built a house on one of the lots and a, a, a lady gave me the other lot. Raymond lives there now. 
The exact lot. I pull up to her and say, you know what? That'd be a nice place to build a house. And then we drove around the corner and said, you know what? That's nice too. We had them both. Because what God had told us to do is to leave Ozark and come to Dothan. And he sent us, he said, go to the north side of Dothan. We know that's what the Lord said. We came to the north side of Dothan. And what God did, we didn't even know. We just we didn't know that we were being directed. It seemed like we were just taking a tour. I said, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice too. Watch this. What we didn't know is the only reason we were saying it was nice was because once we took the step that the Lord told us to take, now he was directing us almost automatically. Once you take the step that God tells you to take, now everything that God wants you to see, you're attracted to it. Watch this. I just don't know why I like him. There's something about him. Because he's the one that God chose for you. He said, I thought God didn't choose people. Well, you've been praying, right? You asked him, didn't you? But iniquity says, no, he got to be like this and he got to do this. Iniquity's trying to curve you. He's not your type, but you know, there's something about him. Go to, go to Proverbs 19, verse 21. So, Pastor, suppose now, now how many of you are getting this lesson? You, you understand how this works? How many of you are understanding that I'm telling you that once you take that step, sometimes it's the difference between being, for example, you've come this whole way, and many times what happens to us, watch this, you, 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 take a, you, you walk and you go a certain way and then you, you, you get tired. You say, you know what, I don't know what to do. I'm so confused, I don't know what to do. And what you don't know is you are one step away from what God wants you to do. So watch this. You, here you are. You right. God says, I need, you, I need you to ascend. I want you to go up. And you don't walk this whole, from all the way down the back to here. He says, I'm tired. And God says, take one more step. What God knows is this. You know what he told Moses? Take off your shoes. You're on holy ground. I wonder at what point Moses stepped over into holy ground. Because all of it was not holy ground. So Moses is walking, right? He's walking. He's parallel to the place that God wants him to be. And God's like, he's still not coming. And God starts to tell you what to do. And God just ignites the bush. <laughs> Moses stops, and he turns aside to see. Watch this. And he starts stepping towards it. He walks onto God's territory. God said, I got him now. God speaks to him out of the bush. Now, God didn't holler at him when he was over there. He had to step in God's direction. God attracted him in that direction. Now God says, Moses, take off your shoes. The ground you stand on is holy. He, sticks, he obeys God. He steps out of his shoes. All of a sudden, his whole future opens up to him. Here's what I'm going to do with you. It was so impressive to Moses that Moses says, me? You're you going to use me? I can't even talk. And God's like, you, this was planned before you were born. I wonder what God is using now to attract you in a certain direction so you step there. Because you've been walking parallel to the, to the vision of God for your life, to the call of God, the plan of God for your life, but you, you're not over under the territory, so he's trying to get you over there. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord shall stand. Now, I want to explain this to you. Uh, the New Living Translation said you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Here's what this is saying. Here's what this is saying. You say, Pastor, suppose, but suppose the things I'm deciding to do is not the Lord. Here's what God says to you. Once you take the step I tell you to take, you can make whatever plans you want to. Only what I want to happen is going to happen. 
He said, he said, he said because you think, so suppose I miss the Lord. God said, listen, I know. I'm, I'm making these plans. Suppose it's not God. God said, don't worry. Once you take, for example, you were going to move away to go take a job in another big city. But the Lord dealt with you and you didn't go. Now you stand here and you don't know what to do. And you're saying, I think I'll do this, I think I'll do that. And you say, but how do I know which one is the Lord? God says they don't make a difference. The thing is, you took a step and you stayed. Now, follow what's in your heart. Here's the rule. Jesus said in Revelation, he said, I am he that opened doors that no man can close, and I close doors that no man can open. Don't worry. You keep going. You make your plans. But what I want to happen is going to happen. You know how many buildings I try to buy in this city? Buildings that cost less than this, buildings that cost a third of this building when we first came here, couldn't buy nothing. Couldn't buy nothing. Tell me, your credit ain't good enough. I bought, we, I bought with a signature, renovated this building with a signature, bought and renovated, $900,000 with a signature. People tell me, listen, well, you know, or, 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 if you ever file bankruptcy in your life, chances are you never, man, I signed for nine point some million dollars. One signature. You know why? Because I stepped into the will of God and once you're in it, listen now, it's, it's like being a candy store. Listen, I, listen, you may be thinking that your past is holding you back and I'm telling you what's holding you back is just two things. Number one, you don't have enough word in your heart to hear God tell you the step. That's what meditation is about. You meditate the word of God so that what, because what the word in your heart will do, it will create pictures. When, when we bought this building, I knelt down to pray. Over here, I was living on Denton Road, knelt down to pray. And when I closed my eyes, I saw the inside of a building and I opened my eyes. I didn't know if it was me just desiring a building that looked like a church or if it was the Lord. I didn't know. My wife called. Matter of fact, it was my wife and, and uh, Elder, Elder Armstead, Connie Armstead. And they called me, we want you to see this building. I'll never forget it. I came around here, I told them, I, I, don't, I don't want that building. I didn't come in. Tattoo, ugly air conditioner sticking out the front of the building, look all ghetto. <laughs> With no parking lot. No, the iniquity of me said, I want a building that looked like a church. I was trying to get that building out here. What's in it now? Where, um, on, on, on the circle? Huh? The old, the old Phoenix building? Who's it? Verizon is there now? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it looked like a church, doesn't it? Yeah, I want to get that. That's what I want. Went inside. I think that thing sit like 250 people. But I wanted it. It looked good. It fit my iniquity. <laughs> it fit my bending. I didn't want to do no work to it. You're not just. And I saw this thing, and my wife said, just look at the building. So I just came in to indulge her. I was going to tell her no. And when I walked through the front door, I looked straight. There was no, there was no wall here. I looked straight in. There was no ceiling. And this exact thing I saw. Let me tell you what I saw. I saw a fan, one of them industrial fans with, with, a, with a steeple kind of building and light coming through it. That's what I saw when I closed my eyes at my house. And when I came in the building, I saw it. I said, it's the building. And she said, how you know? I said, there. I saw that. My wife was like, okay. <laughs> when the guy came to negotiate the deal, I was dogmatic. He won't, she said, it's not for sale. And I told him, I said, you, oh, you going to send me this building. No, God told me about this building. How did you know, Pastor? Because the word was in my heart and it created a picture and I refused and I took the step and I said, this is my building. The guy said, I was waiting for you to say that. And he, the whole deal went down because I took a step. 
Who here tonight has been talking to God about the very next thing you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. The answer is, if, there's the, if you have the word in your heart, not only you can t- be honest and say, Pastor, you know, I've been doing my homework. I got the word in my heart. I'm not saying you're perfect. I'm not saying you can quote the whole Bible. I'm saying when you got the word in your heart, you, you esteem the word of God, you respect the word of God, you trust the word of God, you do, then, then here's what God is saying. Then what is the word saying to you now? Because remember, it's a flickering light. That means it's not a constant word, but it's, it's flicking. It, it flashes every once in a while, and then you see shadows of it, but it's showing you a path. What is it showing you? That's what you do. We hope you've enjoyed today's teaching courtesy of On Course with Hart Ramsey. We invite you to join the NCC family for our weekly services in Dothan and Montgomery, Alabama and Atlanta, Georgia. For service times and locations, visit our website at nccfamily.org. Again, nccfamily.org. You can follow Pastor Hart on social media at Hart Ramsey on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can follow our church on Twitter at NCC Family, on Instagram at Northview Christian Church, and on Facebook by searching for Northview Christian Church. Be sure to join us next time as we dive into God's Word and get on course with Hart Ramsey.